Hi, I'm Kai from KDU Gaia Fight Club, and you are listening to KDU Campus Radio. Hello, and you're listening to What's New at KDU with Aaron. And today we're going to be talking about what happened over the week. So you know what we do here on the show, where we cover as much news as we possibly can that happens in our wonderful, wonderful little campus. But here's the problem, gentlemen and ladies. This week was empty. I tried my best. I dug around. I kept my ears to the ground and tried to hear as much as I could on what might be going on in our nice little campus, but there just isn't much. Not much events beyond, oh, you know, if you guys don't know, tomorrow is the breakout. So please, if you do have time, go in and have a little peek peek. But aside from that, I want to be recapping, starting right now, recapping about what happened, the last three major events that happened side by side and even once right after this week. So on the first part, the FYS Carnival that happened yesterday. For all of you who don't know, if you notice that there was quite a few little booths and stands that were just lined up all over the place, that was actually the FYS Carnival, which is run by the Mass Communications Depart- Department right there. The, C- the SECA was running their, little, running their little shindig down here, and they had a lot of fun. So what they did was that they had little booths, food booths, carnival booths. They had takoyakis even if you walked a bit further down, egglets. They had this nice little stand that sold little cat, little cat, little um thingies. You know, it's kind of like a little bun thing, bun bun. And yeah, they enjoyed their time. They did what they could, and it was a generally fun experience from a lot of people. Also, apparently, the highlight of yesterday's yesterday's little thing was that in the haunted house that was available upstairs, the most of the most of the props that were available there were actually directly taken from the screen park, which was a which is, you get, any of you who don't know, that's actually in Sunway Lagoon. Yes, that's Green Park. So people, they actually had pretty good props, not to mention pretty good makeup for that day yesterday. So if you guys missed it, maybe next time you could keep your ears down or maybe watch this channel to see if you can actually pick up new events that might be coming down the corner. So guys, the next event that I'm going to talk about is Hot Shots. And this one's a little bit, this one's a little bit tricky to go on because I personally was only there for like maybe at the closing of this final day and at the start of the first day so I didn't re- don't really have much to say on the matter but what I can do is bring in somebody who was there for most of it to actually tell us firsthand what he saw at the F- at the hot shots event so well, with me today is Brian of Gaia Brian Hi. how you doing Hi there Hello Brian so Brian I'm going to ask you straight up what was the first day of the hot shots ter- tournament like well, the first day of Hot Shot Tournaments was pretty much meh, I would say. Because when I entered, there wasn't really a scheduled kind of thing that announced when is the tournament, when is which tournament are going to start, where is it going to be in. Because when I entered into the hall, I was expecting the hall to be filled with a lot of computers because I knew that there were Overwatch tournament, but... Apparently, the from what I know, is that they have pushed the over Overwatch tournament into the cyber cafe instead of having all the PCs in the venue. Instead of having PCs, uh, the whole venue was being um, decorated with uh, PS4s, some VR companies, and whatnot. That the only running tournament that I saw was a COD tournament that was. The, a console COD tournament. COD. This would be which COD exactly? Uh, I think the latest one, Infinity War. 
Okay, for any of you who don't know that particular acronym, COD means Call of Duty, and that is the Infinite Warfare, the least, the most recent addition to the franchise. You know, the one where it got a lot of booze on their little trailer? Sad thing, but that's unfortunately what happens. So, there was almost nothing, was there? Yeah, because the only thing that attracted me was the PS4, but even so, because they, they allowed us to play any game that was being listed in the PSO but it was quite limited as well because the only games that were available are either uh, Resident Evil the the survival horror one as well as uh, Horizon Dawn and Call of Duty oh wow 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 okay um, I've heard a rumor that apparently that event was not free at charge at first or oh, is that true yes it was supposedly 15 ringgit per day uh, but as I tried as I entered or registered i want to get the ticket i they someone told me that uh it's the first day is free but if you would like to participate for the uh, lucky draw for the ps4 console then you will have to pay for both days and i'm like mm, since i'm just here to hang around so i just go in for the first day only ah i see i see okay so it seemed like it had quite an unsteam quite quite an unsteamy like first day and all hmm also, apparently there's been talk about how the Overwatch tournament, the, the one that you just voted, apparently got moved all the way to the Cyber Zone. Cafe, yeah. Wow. I wonder how they managed to run a tournament there, considering that you know you can hear your opponent, you can kind of hear what they're doing and yeah, all that. Yeah, exactly. So they, they kind of had to practice their little radio silence as much as possible when they run the tournament, huh? Though Overwatch is not the only tournament that was being pushed into the Cyber Cafe. Apparently... CSGO was being pushed there as well. CSGO? Yes, Counter-Strike. Alright. Forward offense, yeah. Oh, interesting. I noticed that, yeah, all three games are FPSs, huh? Wasn't mm. there other games that were quoted there? Like, if I'm not mistaken, I saw, I saw a FIFA. Yeah, 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 yeah FIFA as well. Mm, FIFA got moved there too. Got moved there as well. Wow, all the cyber tournaments got moved there. Mm -hmm. Wow. Which I find it was really unprofessional because it was like a last minute... Uh, information for the organizers mm -hmm. and i don't really want to go much into the detail but i heard there was some political issue within the community within the communities of the the organizing team of the hotshot mm. okay we might want to say we might want to curb a little bit of the rumor naysaying just yet but we do re we do reach out to the sccm department for any for for any commentary on the issue a little bit of clarity would be much appreciated on this particular issue mm -hmm. for myself as i did go to help out with cleanup on the last day i can tell you this um whatever crowds that you may have seen on the first day i think it picked up a bit by the next day i know that the second day was also free so i think they got they may have gotten a bit more desperate for people at that point mm -hmm. so yeah they let some folks in they get they got themselves in and they generally just you know had their time they just went in they just went in, had a bit of a ball. If I'm not mistaken, Ivan's Ivan's face, the one from the one of the people who were helping with the organization from our side, they helped. They say that the event was quite picked up, quite a bit of steam, and ended up exp like ending on a slightly more positive note. So, I guess there's that to help with everything. Plus, you know, help helping with cleanup did did snag me a bit, nice a lot of nice little bits and pieces for my <laughs> for my club and society, you know. So. Right after this, all right, people, right after this, I'm going to be talking about the third event that happened over the weekend, and that would be the Bon Adori Festival. And this is an event that both me and Brian went to because, just full disclaimer here, guys, 
I am the president Gaia, and he is my vice president. So, yes, this is a totally biased news, people. But what can we do? Because only we're here. So, guys, we'll be right back with this after these musical notes. So enjoy the music while we come back after these musical notes. Yeah, I said that twice. I'm so sorry, guys. Bye. Hello again, and you're back with What's New KDU with your host, Aaron. So, guys, what we're going to talk... As I was mentioning earlier on, what we were talking about was... Well, recaps of the events that happened over the weekend, and with me today is Brian of Gaia. Nice to meet you, Brian. Hello. All right, people. So, just to give a little recap, there's a third event that actually happened over the weekend, and that was the Bon Adori Festival. Yes, man. So, I'd like you to just help us out here, Brian, if you don't mind helping us out here. Tell us a little bit on what the Bon Adori Festival was. Well, the Bon Adori is... In short, it's actually a ghost festival for a Japanese cu- for in the in terms of Japanese culture. We what we usually do in the festival is we walk around. We in in supposedly there was a shrine to like go go there and do a prayer for to, to mourn the dead. Mm-hmm. But in this case, since that since we're in Malaysia and we don't really have a Japanese shrine, so we make do of some of the elements of the culture like the dance. The very traditional uh-huh. dance that's been that happens in the middle of the whole stadium, where Ooh. there's one square stage and people just dance around the the stage. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. actually part of the culture where you respect and mourn the dead by dancing with them. Ah, I see, I see, I see. That actually sounds pretty. That actually sounds like pretty much fun. And I would know because I was there. But uh, to help you guys out here, as I myself, I was just a random guy you know i didn't know much about this japanese culture thing so i want to be asking some of the questions from the third person view because i even until now i'm still not quite clear the first thing i want to ask real early on is why did it come to malaysia and why for malaysia in the first place well one of the reasons is being it's being organized by the kuala lumpur japanese uh, club where they want to have this kind of festival dedicated for those japanese residents that's uh, permanently staying in japan and well, in this festival, we mm-hmm. can see a lot of Japanese from all around the region of of Malaysia, like uh, Penang. M- majority of them are Penang, Penang uh, really? KL, and some even Sarawak and Sabah. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. Let me hold. Let me stop you there. Doesn't you're telling me a lot of Japanese are stationed around Penang? Is that actually a thing? Yes, it is. Oh wow! Because in Penang there is another festival. It's called. Uh, your Kasai festival that happens uh, in the middle of March. It's oh. also another type of festival that's similar to Bon Odori, but instead of mourning for the dead, it's more like uh, to remember the day of the, the tsunami that happened in J- in Japan back, day, back then. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Okay. Wow, Japanese culture is pretty morbid, isn't it? It's got mm-hmm. quite a bit, quite a bit of an emphasis on death. Yes. So okay, I had no idea that ja- that Penang had a lot of Japanese, or that was actually a demographical thing. Um, I only, I only assumed that you know they just happened to be equally Japanese lovey, you know, because they have their mini CF. For any of you who don't know, Penang has their little mini CF that they also run in conjunction with the actual CF. Apparently, they're not a related thing, right? Yeah, they're not related. Okay, okay, awesome. Now, I want to ask a few other questions, like, straight off the bat, why does Bonadori have a food festival? Because when I was there, guys, I went down, and I had this amazing 
selection of Japanese themed food and Japanese actual food, and it was amazing. There, just saying, if you guys ever do go to Bonadori and you find the takoyaki's, grab it. It is amazing. And also this, although there's one thing I can tell you is hyped up, but is totally not recommended by me. It would be the snowdrop mochi because that thing tastes. Uh, I I just tell you it straight up. It is a waste of six bucks, straight off the bat from me. So Brian, I am curious. Why do they allow these kind of sellings if this is such a religious festival? Why why is there food if there's a religious festival? Well, uh, given in back in Japan as well, majority of the festival that happen around the shrine, they also have a lot of food stalls and whatnot because it's actually sort of a tradition thing for them to have mm. food stalls because when people come to pray, they're gonna it, it, it's in the middle of a winter and or summer. It's gonna get hot or cold, so they're gonna need to grab something to eat. For themselves and whatnot, in Japan there are many other this kind of a uh, festival. There are the Ohanabi Daikai, uh, Bonodori, and whatnot. So on all these festival that happens at the shrine, they also have their own food stores that sell all these kind of a food and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So in Malaysia, they want to bring out that element as well. So they would invite all the vendors. Even some of the vendors that sells the f- these foods are. From their own community, which are Jap- which are Japanese themselves, that uh, set up their own booth to sell their own foods. Ah, okay, okay. Oh, like that's why they have the little soy sign with up there on yes, the thing. Yes, correct. What do they call it in Japanese? Is it still also known as soy, or is it like a uh, mizu? Mizu. Okay. Yes. But if you don't know, if you ever see this little chi- this little blue flag that looks like water and there's this red character in the middle, sometimes, if any of you are Chinese and you know what I'm talking about, when it says sui, apparently in Japanese it's called mizu. So any of you guys who didn't know that, now you know. So guys, a little few extra, extra little tip pointers that I may have pointed out last time, but now I actually get to ask someone who's run the event for about three years now <laughs> to actually tell us, why is cosplaying to this event a bad idea? Well... Given that it's a religious event, uh, cosplay would is a disrespect to the culture because uh, you are there to mourn the dead, not to put, not to express your hobby or to portray or a- mm. of any character that you like. Because this, compared to all other uh, co- cosplay events or any uh, comic con and whatnot, it's totally different because this event is totally full on culture and religious event. For on culture and religious event, wow, mm. wow, wow, which is why they would, if you if they find any of you cosplay in this event, they would straight up chase you out of the event. Really? Yes. Um, I just so you know, Brian, when I was walking around that time, did you know that there was a girl wearing a yukata blue purple wig and she had this inu mask on the side of her face? Mm, yeah, that I, I noticed as well. But uh, well, given that she's only wear- she already wear- wore a yukata, I guess they sort of did. Close one eye to this? Yeah, close one eye to this. Mm -hmm. I see. So generally, guys, if you don't want to get the death stare to these Bonadori events, try not to wear things that are too, well, let's just say you shouldn't be looking, you shouldn't be looking like Vashta Stampede when you walk into these sort of events, (laughs) if you know what I'm saying, if you catch my drift. But, okay, guys, there are a few acceptable Japanese outfits that you can wear, and that usually is the yukata, right? Yes, yukata or... For some cases, it's called uh, what do you call that again? Yeah, generally it's called yukata. Generally yukata. Mm. Now, there's something fun. There's a little fun tidbit that I noticed when I was there. Um, I noticed that they got the seller at the store had this yukata 
they was had yukatas for sale. But when I went over there, he said like, "Oh, these are female yukatas only." And I was like, "What?" Because now here's the thing, I, dude. What I don't understand is what is the difference? Because they're both called yukatas for male mm-hmm. and female. Yes. What's the difference? I thought they were the same thing. Well, there were they do dedicated some are do dedicated for certain gender. The male one are usually you see with one rope just one thin rope that's covered on your on your waist but for the female one it's much more tighter so that when she walk it looks more elegant elegant mm-hmm. mm, okay okay gotcha gotcha on that all right so if you get for any of you who did not know this is bondadori event happened on saturday la- this last weekend and if you are interested there, there'll be another event again next year please do stay tuned in because if I'm not mistaken, Gaia runs this on a yearly basis, right? Yes. All right, awesome. So, guys, we'll be back again after these musical notes. And until then, we'll be talking about other things. So, please do stay tuned. Hello, and you're back again with What's New at KDU with your host, Aaron. And I guest, Brian. Nice to introduce yourself again, man. Hello. All right, people. So, if any of you do not know, Brian is actually my vice president from the game's an anime youth association, or better known as Gaia of KDU. So what he's going to do today is that he's also going to share, apart from sharing Bonadori as he did earlier on and Hot Shots, he will also be sharing about what happened over the weekend, one more extra event that I forgot about. So I am so sorry, people. I, we get an extra bit of time right now to put it into it. And the event is known as VAX. Yes, VAX, also known as the Visual Art Expo. They run, So far, they've already run. This is the third time they, they're running. And Vax is more of a... Okay, when you look at Vax, you mm. expect for uh, something that's appealing to you towards arts and... Yeah, basically visual arts because... As I mean, as it is called the visual arts, right? Yeah, as the name suggested. Mm-hmm. For this year, they have invited uh, two anime studios f- all the way from Japan. Ooh. One is uh, Studio Mappa. Ghibli, Ghibli, Ghibli. Nah, Ghibli, no, no. I... Ghibli, I if I'm not mistaken, they've already invited Ghibli on the first, the very first Vax. Oh, did they now? Yeah, okay. they did. They in the first Vax, they invited Ghibli and. Okay, okay. Uh, sorry, I need to. Sorry, I need to take derail this for a second. But could you give us a little bit of background on what Vax is generally? Because you kind of just skip past that part ah, straight true. to the fun. Yeah, my bad. Uh, yeah. Vax basically, it's uh, it's all of an ACG event, basically anime, comic, A-C-G. and games and event. Okay. Mm-hmm. This event. Aside from covering the cosplay and the anime part, they also cover up the industrial side of the anime, which means like when they would tell you of how which production certain certain anime comes out, oh. how do they produce it, uh, frame by frame, how do they draw it out and whatnot. Ah, uh, 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 so this is kind of like GDC or like yeah, this is yeah. th- for any of you who do not know, GDC is the ja- is the game's equivalent of this and also other events like um. The game, the Casual Connect that happened in Singapore about on the start start of the semester. So for any of you who don't know, these industry talk things happen quite a lot. So if any of you are ever interested in these fields, do stop by. And apparently, Vax is the one for the Japanese anime group, was it? Yes, correct. Okay, so tell us a bit more. What what kind of things you can expect to find there? Well, for this year, they have invited both uh, Studio Mapper and Studio Trigger. Studio Trigger is very well known of their. Uh, Kill a Kill and Ooh. yeah, they, are they the Gurren Lagann people? Yeah, yeah. Th- basically, they are. They are okay. Studio Trigger are basically the people who are behind of Studio Gainax. 
um, yeah, they they are being formed by the people who are who have been worked with Studio Gainax, and oh. okay, just to, just to get this lineage mm-hmm. straight here, Gainax was the one who produced Gurren Lagann, and and then they disbanded, or not to say disbanded, they more of like they want to, uh, brought, make brought out mm-hmm. their. Uh, oh, they broadened it out. Yes, correct. So they broadened themselves out into Studio Trigger. Yes, correct. Which then created Killer Kill. Yes. Okay, thanks for clearing that chronology up. So <laughs> anything else you'd like to tell us? Mm, for, for both days, they have their pa- like sort of a panel for each of the studios. Mm. I only went for the second day, which is the Studio Mapper one. Studio Mapper is uh, known for, for the last season. They are very well known for the anime Yuri on Ice. Yuri on ice. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't doesn't Yuri mean that that means something in Japanese, doesn't it? Um, it does, but in this case, Yuri on ice means Yuri actually is a name of a character. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, Yuri on ice is actually a uh, an anime about ice skating. Okay, okay. Yeah, I see, I see. So, so ladies and gentlemen, among the audience, if you knew what I was trying to think about, please just just ignore it for now. <laughs> so, guys, moving on. Yuri on ice was there as well. Yes. Okay, okay. So basically, it what. I experienced there was a panel of, of uh, sub. They introduced the artist, how which part of the character, how they draw out the character, what was the their most difficult design of the whole anime, mm. and how the animation was being done and whatnot. Okay, okay. So there are basically panels by studios. Mm-hmm. What else can you do at the event? Okay, let's say I am. Let's talk about two different types of people here. Mm. One that actually wants to get into this industry, and I'm guessing they're going for the talk here. Correct. And after this, we'll talk about who. What if you're just the average Joe who wants to enjoy themselves at an event? What should they do? So let's start with the guy who wants to get into the industry. What should they go for? Mm, all right. The guy who wants to get into the the in- industry, they would generally just go there for the, the panel, stu- the studio talks, okay. the studio text, the studio talks, the panel. Because mm-hmm. other than the panel, they also have their own booth, which they can check it out and uh, look into more more insights of. What, how they do the drawing frame by frame and whatnot. Mm. Because from what I saw for uh, Pseudo Trigger, they actually have a wall full of pictures of uh, each frame of the Killer Cube when the main character was doing her transformation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, way, the way they draw, out, draw it out, they, how they emphasize the detail, the coloring and whatnot. Yes, they do have quite an emphasis on detail. Yes, correct. Okay, so, all right, that's but that's the only things you can do then. So just the booth and the well, the other panel. than that, if we were talking about a not a different kind of person who just g- generally go for all these uh, conventions, mm-hmm. they they are there will be cosplay competitions. Ah, yes. Okay, yeah. that's good. There will be cosplay competitions. There will be other uh, booths for vendors that sells generally sells arts, mm-hmm. um, keychains and whatnot. There is also uh, one major highlight for this event, which is a uh, cure cure world cosplay. It's actually a cure world, world cosplay. cosplay. What what is that? Mm, basically, it's a group of world standard cosplayers. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. They, it's a company that uh generally generally dedicated for all these cosplayers to uh publish like publish their own. Uh, photographs and whatnot to sh- right. to share all over the world, and this group and the CEO of the Cure World Cosplay, along with alongside with some of the 
uh, top tier Japanese cosplayer came to okay. this event to like showcase what Kyo World Cosplay is. All right, all right, all right. Mm-hmm. Sounds interesting. Yes. Okay, okay. So they showed what cosplay was. So if you were a Joe and you're walking around, you're just like, hey, I, I've heard of this Vax. It's really awesome. You walked in. What you would get is a panel from the best, from two big, pretty major studios. Yes. You would get a cosplay competition from mm-hmm. the best guys around. Correct. What else would you get? Mm, what else would I get? All right. There is another panel that's, if you are interested in the Fate series, as in like basically Type Moon, Fate mm-hmm. series, Fate Stay Night, okay, okay. Fate, St- Fate Zero, all this. There is another special panel for it all right. that's been uh, organized by uh, local local people who are local very dedicated people. into the Fate series. Oh, is this the Dojinchi community or like? Not exactly. They are quite well known throughout the Malaysia. All right. Right, they have their own separate panel for this session, dedicated just dedicated for all the fate fans and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Okay, 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 just dedicated for the fate fans. So we'll be coming back later on after this, after these musical notes. So for now, please do stay tuned for maybe the next segment of the show, which will be talking about upcoming events for KDU. Stay tuned. Hello, and you're back again with what's new at KDU. So people. Uh, there is only one other event that's occurring in the next week, as far as I know or have been notified of. So, as an extra, as an extra little um, advertisement over here, ladies and gents, if you uh, if you are the leader or just one of the if an interested member of your club, please do come by down to what's new at KDU. If you just have time, just come find me. I am Aaron Parang Lim, and all you got to do is reach out to me, tell me about your club. Let tell me about an event you like advertised, and I'll see what I, c- I will basically announce it over the week, as long as it's not you know the nutty nutty kinds. Because obviously we have to keep a bit of a um, PG eighteen, a below PG sixteen sort of thing, you know. We're trying to keep this clean and fr- clean radio and all. So straight off the bat, the only the one event that I've been notified about and have been allowed to mention is the. Mobile Gaming in the West, an event that's being run by the SCCM department. So, okay, here's the thing. The SCCM department, or the Game Development Department, likes to bring in industry professionals from time to time to give talks on what they do, why they do it, how they do it. So, in this case, what w- who we're getting is Javian Hong, a commercial associate for Miniclip. And for any of you who do not know Miniclip, let me give you a bit of a background story to Javian and, you know, her little company. So... Javian was responsible for building and maintaining successful relationships with developers, publishers, platform providers, hardware companies, telco networks, and strategic partners for Miniclip UK. And if you guys haven't heard one of the names, they basically were acqui- they were re- acquired by Tencent, who is behind LOL, in case you guys didn't know. And a majority, and they've gotten a bit of a major- this Tencent got a bit of a majority stake in Miniclip as of February 2015. And Javian was tasked with expanding Miniclip's portfolio to Asia, acting as the primary contact between the Tencent and Miniclip operation teams, which brings her to share her insight on the current trends in mobile games in the West. So if you are a aspiring little developer, be it being part of the actual depa- SCCM department, or if you're just on your own homebrew, homebrew fella, this is something you might want to look into if you ever plan to make mobile games in the future. Because she's talking about a pretty big market segment over here. Basically, the market segment of the West. And if you've got a chance to actually stop by, please do. It's happening from 
10 a.m. to 12 p.m. on the 31st of July, 31st of July, which is the end of this month, on a Monday, and it will be at Lecture Hall 2 of our glorious Eutropolis campus. So guys, if you are someone who is interested in actually earning money from this hub, from games development, please do give this a shot. As far as I've been taught and told, um, most of the gameplay that you know and love today, now especially if you're trying to make your own little studio out here in Malaysia, is likely going to have to go towards the mobile market. It's not exactly easy to go and create a PC release anymore. It's just it, the amount of logistics required, the amount of time, the extra expenditures to get involved. They're pretty big things, and they really drain in on drain in on your things, drain in on your resources, especially when you're starting out. And ever since the loss of green light, green light due to you know all that trash developers back then who were just releasing really bad games. Now, okay, guys, a little bit of disclaimer. When I say bad games, these were bad, bad games. There was this game where they just they just flipped assets and just tossed it right out the door, and that's something you should never do. But the thing is, there were so many of those they had to kill green light, and because they did. There isn't, it's gotten a lot harder to publish for the PC, let's just say that. And just straight off the bat, people, if you do have time, please stop by to her little talk. It is a her, by the way, this Javian lady, and she, you can basically ask all the questions you want on how to market your mobile game to the West. So, aside from that, ladies and gentlemen, you have hit this part of the talk, which is at this part of the month, of this part of the SEM, where I have very little to say. As I did mention straight up in the early part of this talk, there isn't much to talk about. Primarily because if you guys aren't in the know, you should be in the know now, there are there is an exam coming up, pretty big one. And it's a bit everybody is now winding down. Whether you've got an examination or you've got assignments to try and rush out by the end of the sem, everyone's generally feeling the feeling the the squeeze. No, nobody has time for drama anymore. No one's really going around causing a bit of hoo-ha. Aren't that many events anymore because the school is preparing for this big thing. So, guys, honestly, there isn't much I can tell you beyond the recaps and also the extra news on education that I can give you straight off the bat. So, what I will do is straight up tell, tell you guys straight up that for this particular week, the segment for What's New at KDU will be short, and in the future, if there are not, usually as we wind up towards the exams or if we had a really quiet weekend, there won't be much that I'll add in. But if you do have commentary on what you'd like me to have in these sessions, you know, these particularly quiet weeks, just drop me a message. The more content I have that you guys want to talk, to listen to, let's say like as far a while back, I did this little segment on why why coffee works and you know why we actually why we value this um why we value this particular additive and there's a couple of other things that i could bring in like the sociology of rick and morty and that yada etc etc these little random tiplets if you like those little things that i used to bring up uh all you got to do is reach up to our website at uh what's new sorry at kdu campus radio um Tell, just drop a message, a little feedback, and tell them, hey, I'd like to see more of these tiblets. All right, guys, if you do need to know what it is, just it is called tiblets. All right, people? If you guys want to see more tiblets on my cha on my channel, this particular radio show right here, just drop a feedback comment on it. Then maybe I'll, have, I'll be able to keep these sessions a little bit longer. But for now, due to the constraints on actual material and because everyone's been, been such wonderful, good people this week, this radio show shall close early as of now. 
Thank you all for listening. Please enjoy the music for the rest of the rest of my segment. And until there's news again, or until there's more to talk about, stay tuned. And this is Aaron signing out. Hi, I'm Susan from CF, and you're listening to KDU Campus Radio.